This is the Blattcast, a sometimes fast-paced but usually meandering look at the world. Hosted by Christian Blatt, his trusty co-hosts Will Sterling, Jeff DeRay, and sometimes the lovely Zia Anderson, and less occasionally, Lindsay Floyd. So kick back, get ready for quite possibly the longest one hour to perhaps the shortest two hours and 56 minutes of your life. And now, here's Christian Blatt. That's right. Welcome to... A very important black cast. Uh, last week we had black cast 419 and then it dawned on me. Oh, we uh, the, have the next week we have black cast 420. We uh, should do that. So here we are. And uh, as always, I'm Christian Blatt joined by Will Sterling, <laughs> who is really enjoying his microphone. Isn't he? <laughs> I got an external microphone. And usually I, I when we really great in my headphones you, and I'm like, no, oh, yes, let's be honest. You sound amazing. And. It, it's great that uh, it took a whole year of pandemic for you to finally go like, all right, I guess I need an next. I guess I, should well, yeah. I don't use it for work calls. It's funny. I, I just only use it for stuff like this. Yeah. I, I guess after a year, it probably shouldn't just sound like this when I talk on a show. That's true. Not when I can sound like this. The dulcet tones of Will Sterling. At Will Sterling. Underscore. Will Sterling. Will yeah, Sterling. Well, we're, you know, Sterling. we're yeah. Sterling up the pot. And uh, of course, here is the one, the only Mr. Jeff DeRay. Jeff, are you standing? Yes. I, I like stand. this. You're at a sit-stand desk? You have one of those. Yeah. yeah you have a standing desk this, for when you do this, podcasting. Natasha got me one of those, like, you know, standy sit-stand, pull it up. You're so I put it on top of the desk that I'd already been using. So standing today. Protect Stand and deliver nothing. What's that? I said you got to protect that hip <laughs> and your back. Oh, yeah. My hip's fucked. But, uh, <laughs> like I have an extra joint there now from all the sitting I've done for years. Yep. Uh, Sorry, so, yeah. you, you, you have an extra what? <laughs> you ever notice like when you sit forever, it's yeah. almost like you start to get those extra creases in spots. Yeah, where your body shouldn't move. Knuckle on your body where your body is not supposed to be because you just well, slouch in your chair twenty four seven. You're you're talking to a guy who is days away from being forty five. So my creases have creases at this point. So uh, <laughs> you know I can certainly relate to it. You know I um, felt like if we were going to do a uh, blackcast uh, episode four twenty a four twenty blackcast. We shouldn't uh, go live. We should just record it, you know? Yeah. Uh, I was looking that, at the comments and I was like, where is everybody? Oh, that's right. We're, uh, <laughs> we told them, uh, we told them not to be here, but I did, uh, I did solicit uh, questions from Twitter and I got one and it's not from anybody that you would expect. <laughs> got one. I, but, by the way, I did it like, I did it like an hour ago. So oh, okay. that's my fault. That was just me realizing like, Oh, what if I had done that yesterday? Uh, so, uh, Steph Finn on Twitter, and uh, she's been on before. I, I I feel like it's short for Stephanie Finnegan or Stephanie Feynman, or Finland. she was a she was an old DMZ listener, and uh, she was uh, one of our DMZ spotlights on an early broadcast, which <laughs> was, was she really? uh, yeah when we would she's try and highlight this whole time when we I don't know about listening the whole time, but she followed me on on social media and she had a question. Well, now we know Charles. who Charles. let the dogs out. Nobody, because they're here. The Baja Blast men. The Baja Blast. The. <laughs> uh, so she has two questions for us. One, as your personal and professional life changes, how do you manage to incorporate developments into the black cast? Do you assume audience is also evolving and growing? I'll take the last part first. Uh, no. The audience <laughs> is neither evolving nor growing. Um, 
here we are uh, celebrating, commemorating Blackcast 420. And I think it's time to trot out our new slogan, which is we have more episodes than listeners. <laughs> Do we now? Have we crossed that threshold? We, so we may not have quite crossed the threshold, but I think it's funny to, to say. And what is our say, average episode download like after uh, like a, low, a month? A low one is like 300. Okay, um, but now that they're in both places, you know, you have the SoundCloud, which if somebody listens on, you know, Apple Podcasts or Google or something, it shows up on on SoundCloud. I, I, yeah. least I think so. You guys could tell me if I'm wrong. Maybe I'm wrong. Uh, and then for the YouTube versions, you know, it depends on what it is. Some of them, uh, you know, it depends on who's on because uh, I, I'll I will definitely get a lot of the, you know, Dennis Miller fans like when when Lindsay was on like 800 people like had listened or watched that one what in the, the course fuck? of like the first week. Yeah. Well, they love her. They didn't like wow. me. They loved her. So, uh, yeah. So you have the, you have those and, uh, you know, every once in a while, uh, people, uh, turn out for, you know, there, but there was a point, there was a recent, uh, yeah. Dennis was on episode 400 and more people tuned in to see Lindsay on the black cast than tuned in to see Dennis Miller. <laughs> so. I think I know why. Yes, exactly. Um, but, uh, you know, Dennis was on and he asked, you good? So, yeah, I don't know. I think that uh, we've done a pretty decent job of incorporating life changes. You know, uh, we, uh, we've we uh, had, you know, I've had a couple of kids born. Uh, Will has uh, gone through some changes, you know. Uh, you used to <laughs> live like somewhere David else. Bowie. You yes. used to live, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, turn and face the strain. Will. That's right. Or uh, face yeah, the strange, to... really, Jeff, right? Turn and face the strange? Is that... Uh, that was what possibly... I tried to do for a while, yeah. Yeah, but uh, I guess you didn't want to keep your face there uh, for that long. So... A couple of uh, years. Yeah. yeah, and Jeff uh, Jeff has... Uh, well, Jeff... I'm a case study for the, like, horrors of depression, anxiety, riddling yeah. one's body and soul. Yeah, well, we, uh, yeah, you, because you moved back, you've now moved back. Like, that's so sad. But to Massachusetts for the like... second time. <laughs> that, nothing sad about it. It's <laughs> just the, the truth. Uh, I don't know. I don't, I don't think that there's been much. You know, I think that uh, after uh, hashtag Dave the dog, hashtag RIP, uh, right after he passed away, I think we didn't talk about it for a little while, you know, but. Uh, oh, then yeah. You, then you wanted people to know. But we didn't, uh, we didn't hide that. You know, you were you were quicker to talk about your divorce than the passing of, of Dave because I think you can just point to which one of those is more upsetting. <laughs> that's just me. That's just a statement. Of, uh, yeah. <laughs> hashtag facts. So I told you about the divorce, like mid. Just like, hey, by the way, I'm. Um, yeah. We're breaking up. Anyway, let's get back to the show. Come when on. when we record, we're recording our our Wonder Woman, uh, Wonder Woman nineteen. No, no, Wonder Woman twenty seventeen. I was going to yeah. say Wonder Woman nineteen seventeen, but that's not that that's far. That's good. Off. That's, I think it was 1919, oh, right. but it's close. It's close enough. Oh, okay. Yeah, in the middle of that episode, you're like, uh, yeah. So, uh, you know, the, uh, <laughs> it's just. By the way, much better recap episode than for 1984, which was just so sad. I I, I don't know. I think we had a lot of fun when we recap. <laughs> I mean, we did. <laughs> we did. Um, Isn't it weird that Trump is now just like relegated to just being a meme? Did you guys uh, see the letter that he wrote to oh, SAG-AFTRA yeah. uh, resigning his memory? No, he wrote a letter. Oh, oh hilarious. Come on. How have you yeah. not read it? Well, I didn't realize he had to write a letter. Well, they were about to do a hearing. And so he actually wrote, he preemptively wrote a letter about it. And 
you know, I, I was talking about this on the show we do on the Black Hass YouTube channel, Biden time. Uh, we mentioned the fact that he had done this. And it's just it's crazy to think about. So the uh, the fact that the former president, who is also a game show host, had to write a professional letter to Andrea from 90210 <laughs> because Gabriel Carteris is the president of SAG-AFTRA. And so he had to write this letter and he wrote it. He wrote it on, uh, I think, stationery that maybe he's not allowed to use anymore, but he must have stolen White House so. stationery? Yeah, it, it had the presidential. It I had mean, the he's presidential a former president. Seal at the top, you know? I think oh, he's yeah, allowed no, to. I know. Yeah. Well, yeah, but I think you, you can't use the seal. But yeah, but I mean, some oh. people took issue with the fact that he signed to President Trump, but it's like, yeah, but I mean, you know, he's, he, 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 he was President Clinton, President Carter, you know, after yeah, you. Well, it's not going to do us any good denying this part of our history. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, as much as we don't want to say President Trump, like, it is what it is. Just do it. Yeah. Do um. It. So it it's, uh, it's a pretty amazing uh, turn of events. And Jeff, I'm glad that you, you read it. Uh, should I read it? Are you going to read it? Well, I was going to read it, but uh, it's funny because the version that I found yesterday was very easy to read. And uh, Post it in the I comments. What's that? Oh, the comments. Post it in the comments. Yeah. Uh, so there's there's some key there there's some key moments to it, you know. So he does in fact write to Gabriel Carteris, and mm. uh, it says, "See, here's the problem: is that." I found such a nice version of it yesterday. And it's like, all I want is that size, but that's all right. Uh, so I've got it now. Uh, Ms. Carteris, I write to you today regarding the so-called disciplinary committee hearing aimed at revoking my union membership. Who cares? While I'm not familiar with your work, I'm very proud of my work on movies such as Home Alone 2, Zoolander, and Wall Street Money Never Sleeps. And then you I did point not out say this. No I literally thought it was satire when I yeah. first read. It. I was like, "What hilarious person wrote this?" Because you're like, "Oh man, the Onion has hired new writers." And by the way, no one is proud of their work in Wall Street. Money never sleeps. Let's just point that out. This is real. Uh, and but television shows. He pointed out he was in Home Alone because didn't they like cut him or didn't they talk about cutting him out or for the TV edit this past couple of years? Yeah. Yeah. Well, there because there is an alternate version that they use in other countries uh, where I guess he talks to Christopher Plummer who. Uh, just passed away the other day, so R.I.P. Uh, we'll talk about him in a little bit if I can That's remember. That's not true. Well, no, I that there's an alternate version where Macaulay Culkin. No, no, they, they, there is. They they like didn't usually show it because people didn't know who Donald Trump was in a lot of the country. You know. Oh wow, God! I'm learning so many new things today. So Donald yeah. Trump says Home Alone. To, this is real. Okay, continue. This is real, except I can't find it. <laughs> I was reading it. I know. But I hear we do tell people we're like ten minutes in or fifteen minutes in. We haven't really. No, told I know we'll people. get to it. We'll, okay. we'll get to it. Yeah, it's all right. It's okay. It's, it's fine. Brand, it's, you know, it's for no, a reason, it's, I guess. you know, it, it is. It, it is what it is. Um, so let's see. Uh, yeah. So I did the who cares. I mentioned uh, Wall Street Two Book of Shadows, which I thought was good. Uh, oh, and television shows including The Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Saturday Night Live, and of course, one of the most successful shows in television history, The Apprentice, just to name a few. I've also greatly helped the cable news television business, parentheses, said to be a dying platform with not much time left until I got involved in politics, close parentheses, and created thousands of jobs in networks such as MSDNC and fake news CNN, among many others. It brings me to your blatant attempt at free media attention to distract from your dismal record as a union. 
Your organization has done little for its members and nothing for me besides collecting dues and promoting dangerous un-American policies and ideas. Well, they have that in common. As evident by your massive unemployment rates, they have that in common. And lawsuits, they have that in common. From celebrated <laughs> actors who even recorded a video asking, why isn't the union fighting for me? These, however, policy failures or disciplinary failures are even more egregious. I no longer wish to be associated with your union as such. This letter is to inform you of my immediate resignation from SAG-AFTRA. You have done nothing for me. Uh, regards, <laughs> President Donald Trump, Donald J. Trump. Wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's. Uh, I think it's one of those things. Will, you're in SAG, right? Yeah. You have to keep it going. Uh, to, you pay your dues. You got to pay your dues. Yeah. And I don't know how much money's coming. Old Jack Burton says, always pay your dues. There's, uh, there's, there's less money coming in. You know, uh, and there's probably there's a lot no going out. Right He's like, yeah. when, when's he going to when's he going to need that SAG membership? Uh, anyway, so, uh, you know, he's on I, the health. He needs the health care from SAG. He's not well, on the White House health care. He, he was supposed to replace health care and then he would have been fine. But I digress you and replace. So, yeah. So I thought that uh, that was a, a fairly entertaining thing. And then I read that and I was just like, man, 74 million people wanted more of that. That letter, like they wanted mm -hmm. to live that letter. <laughs> they wanted four more years of that letter. Um, I have a theory, honestly. Like, <laughs> he's so creative and funny at times. Uh, and this is probably going to get this podcast flag for like disinformation. But like, what if Donald Trump is Q? He is the one coming up with this QAnon shit. Because like the way his psycho brain like up with ways to be like yeah and you know what you're all assholes because i'm the greatest obviously all obviously. the shit i've done is I, amazing Did honestly would not be where i neglected a child and told him you're lost in the city good luck bitch uh there's a great <laughs> outtake of that scene where he's like eric oh sorry wait and uh, <laughs> uh well uh, yeah, so I don't quite know how we got to that one from our letter from Stephanie, but we appreciate her letter. Uh, so anyway, I, I just I think that he easily evolution. could be easily could be uh, Q. I think that that makes a lot of sense. He's been running this disinformation campaign about the legality of elections, about voter fraud, all these things, his entire campaign. And it just so happens QAnon really started like, you know, when he took over. Right. What were you going to say? What were you saying, Jeff? Sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, but he has a history of pretending to be other people. Back in like the 80s or 90s, he'd pretend to be his own PR person yeah. and make up stories about how great he was and all the shit he was doing. Well, and he would be on conference calls and he would ask yeah. questions. Yeah, that, that's how they know it's true because there's recordings of it. Um, yeah, but that's all right. Look, uh, people people vote the way they vote. I just think it's funny that he uh, wrote that letter to resign from uh, SAG AFTRA. SAG AFTRA, by the way, had a great response. Thank you. Yeah, <laughs> that was it. That was the. I think that was their memo. You've done uh, nothing for me. So the second the second part of Stephanie's question: Do you worry you might run out of things to talk about? One day you'll realize you've said it all. So we're at episode four twenty right now, and I think that. Uh, I don't know, maybe 400 episodes ago, we ran out of things to talk about. I guess it's arguable, though, because Jeff didn't come on until right around episode 100. So that changed. We did. So let's say we've had about you know 300 episodes since we've had anything to talk about. So, uh, Jeff, I'm thinking you were good for 20 episodes worth of topics. I mean, I had a bunch of wild antics from when I was a young single man in Los Angeles. So That's I had a lot true. of good stories from that. 
Jeff's evolution. Point. All of our evolutions on this podcast. Interesting. Except for, except for Coltrane, we'll never know because he just disappeared. And Bujenski is pretty much exactly the same. Yeah, uh, Bujenski, it's a, it's a pretty straight line. Although, you know, not as straight as he likes to think it is. But it's a pretty straight line. Um, and uh, Coltrane, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I feel like the only difference for me is that I have kids. You know, I'm just... It's just, I guess it's like, I was going to say, yeah, other than that, you're, you've changed not at all. Nothing major. General decline in uh, abilities, uh, energy, uh, abilities to go to Planet Fitness. It's closed. Look, I, I, I would get a pump. No, honestly, if it was open tomorrow, I wouldn't go. Uh, <laughs> and then note that, like, I came in exactly when you started having kids because it was like within a month of me meeting you that you announced that Heather was pregnant with Felix. Yeah, we had a we had a big karaoke oh, the birthday. Night, uh, yeah, which by the way, uh, I tested out uh, with a with a select group of uh, friends, part of our karaoke crew, just last night. The CIA's bugging. It's after all my. They heard, your, they heard your Q theory, but they cut Christian it instead of you. What <laughs> happens to him? He's coming back. Hey, it's probably yeah. It's probably because I was hosting. Yeah, well, I, it's because it's the weekend. I have to be down here. Uh, and uh, when I can, when I can be hardwired, it's usually a little better. Oh, that's right. I, I should, I should just have Jeff uh, host it in the future. <laughs> I was saying that I tested out uh, a virtual karaoke party, mm. and uh, it went really well. I didn't. I thought it was going to like have a delay and echo and stuff like that. And it had a pretty decent uh, uh, song selection. Oh my God! Why did we not have a virtual karaoke party at some point sooner in the last eleven months? You know. So it's a good question. I don't know. I'm putting like it out karaoke. people, you know, let's do it. Yeah. Oh, um, just so long as you're not hosting. So that was one of the, uh, yeah, that was one of the, well, I did, uh, I did host it from the garage, but it was the, the big part of the garage, not back here, you know? God. Uh, but I don't know. I, I don't, I don't run the system. You know this, uh, this I'm, uh, I'm running the whole operation, but yeah, Jeff, that was, uh, about, that was like a month in. And, uh, it's funny because we're talking about the early days, there was that uh, that picture that came up in my Facebook memories, if you remember, uh, that I shared with you guys over the weekend, which was mm -hmm. uh, well, just a hope for our, our uh, vision. So it says uh, BFF, Jeff and Christian with a heart, and then David, that's Liev, uh, tears. Did he freeze right on that? I was like, did you freeze right then? Tears for masturbation. <laughs> classic. The best part is that Coltrane drew that. Yeah. So that was a pretty classic. <laughs> <laughs> when he was pretending that he had left the yeah. studio. That was um yeah, I, anyway, so uh I don't I don't know. I feel like we ran out of stuff to talk about a long time ago. We're but, already uh, we're done. There's always look. There's always stuff to comment on in the world. Well, yeah, we're, we're. I mean, we certainly ran out of stuff for this one, but that's all right. I mean, look, we're we're finally getting the uh, the Snyder cut of Justice League, so we're gonna have to talk about that just as soon as uh, I can find four hours to sit through the thing. Isn't only one hour gonna remember? Come out? No, it's all at once. No, no, oh, yeah. they. Uh, it's it's gonna now. be all at once. Yeah, it was going to be like. four. The, you were going to have the option to watch four individual one-hour episodes, 
And then they're like, ah, just give him the whole thing. Like, let's let's not. Gone with honest. the wind of superhero movies. We don't know if it'll yeah. be any good, but we'll see. But like, let's be honest, we're in the pandemic. You're telling me people don't have four hour stretches to kill sometimes. <laughs> like, like it is a reality of our lives right now. So let's do it. Well, see, I was really excited for Wonder Woman 2 to be two and a half hours because I was like, I like long superhero movies if it's characters that I like. Yeah. It turns out if those movies aren't very good, two and a half hours feels like a really long time. So yeah. well, that's, if this is that's bad, why, four hours is going to feel like an eternity. That's why I always point to, uh, you know, 2020's greatest superhero film, uh, New Mutants, 90 minutes. Mm. You get in, you get out, nobody gets hurt. Well, somebody well, gets see, hurt. That's, the studio was like, you have to make Justice League two hours. Joss Whedon. Yeah. Like, okay. Here, here. I just hacked out a bunch of shit. Put in a Russian family. You're done. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I forgot about the Russian family. <laughs> <laughs> My favorite thing was somebody tweeted or messaged like Zack Snyder. This is before the Snyder Cut was released, just in these past couple of years. And they're like, are you going to keep the Russian family in your cut of the film? And his response was, what Russian family? <laughs> I was like, ah, that's good. good. Great addition. Yeah. What a good idea. Joss. Yeah. Joss. Well, you know, when we had our Eastern European family in Age of Ultron, it, it gave us uh, Wanda and uh, and her brother. So, That's you know, true. obviously, yeah. Uh, anyway. Like he did a good job with Avengers. And so then he was like, what can I get away with with Ultron? And then he was like, how can I apply all the what I shouldn't have done on Ultron to Justice League? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like. Like okay, so this is this movie is mostly done. What can I do to make it even worse? Oh my god, there's got to be there's got to be some options in here. Can I get Cyborg uh, to say booyah, please? And I I heard that they're not that's not going to be in the Snyder cut. Cyborg saying booyah because he never didn't he never say it. That was like the whole like one of the big things where he was like, "What the fuck is going on?" I'm not, I don't say booyah. This is not the cartoon. Hmm. I I thought he did say it in the movie. Movie. Now I don't uh, maybe. remember. I'll have to, he says have to ask our friend Raging Rhino. He saw it in the theater seven times. No, yeah, I know he says it in the cartoon. Yeah, but I thought he said it in uh, in the uh, the Whedon cut of Justice League. But somebody correct me. See if we had our if we had our live chat of people, uh, they probably still wouldn't help us. They like to see us uh, flounder like this. Anyway, um. So oh, yeah. what do we uh, what do we want to help people that uh, we've been, we've done twenty three minutes and look I think it's a serviceable twenty three minutes I had a lot of trouble reading that memo from former President Donald Trump but I swear that that was really the font size that wasn't me I, you know uh, the uh, I think that uh, my Wi Fi is more faulty than I am but uh, mm. we we decided the reason why this isn't live is that we decided that uh, if we were going to do an episode 420 that we needed to commemorate 420 and for uh, some of you that is probably a fairly regular occurrence uh, uh, one of you in particular I feel like you know uh, well, Jeff, is it, Jeff is it a regular you. Uh, Chuck <laughs> pup I'm actually talking to Chuck yeah uh, Chuck, Chuck Chuck's a big stoner you yeah. want to see how pampered my dog is? Yes, please. That's her with her blanket on on the bed where <laughs> she sleeps all day. <laughs> and that, that's that's the only blanket, so Natasha doesn't get one. She literally like has her own blankets that she gets because she's like, I, I get cold. 
<laughs> she's ridiculous she like insists on being a pain in my ass i love her <laughs> ah and where's chuck, where's chuck right now well i can't turn my laptop very easily but he's sleeping over there on his bed okay well i got no dogs to show so uh, i could i could tilt my laptop and uh, show you some comics but uh, you know maybe a little bit no dogs uh, to show but you could tilt your laptop and pull a tube and <laughs> you want to show that dog? Look, we could definitely be tubing the tubing the uh, 420 for everybody. Why not? So, um, anyway, so we, uh, I think we, and I don't know, like I texted you guys about this like a week ago, right? Because I had thought of it like, I don't know, a few months ago. And then when we were getting a little bit closer, like after 415, I was like, oh, yeah. But I wasn't really sure what we were going to do and how we were going to do it. What it really came down to was, uh, when can anybody who is professional and has to keep their wits about them during the week, uh, when can they do it? And that's really, I, I don't want to speak for Jeff, but really at this point, it's just Will, right? I mean, Will is really the only one Charlie. who has to, you know. Funny I, thing is, since I said that, like this last week was like nuts. I was doing. Like, 10 I you. you were like, I'm always waiting. And I was like, oh, wait, just wait. There's some things coming your way. Yeah. Well, so it's just hopefully it's not bad. Hopefully it's good. Good busy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. All right. So that's good. It's good to be busy. Yeah. Well, I, I I tend to not be that busy. So, but there was a scheduling issue, and uh, you know, not even an issue. It was just uh, we had to figure out the logistics of it. So uh, we figured uh, the weekend, and uh, I then had to uh, make sure my wife was cool with it, which she was, by the way. Uh, so she I jealous. Think- a little, actually, yeah. She, she is, she's with. She's got to put the kids down for a nap. And uh, <laughs> I tell you, the uh, the early part of this day before we started this uh, was was not going smoothly. It mm. uh, Felix uh, signed up to have a, a pen pal through his school, and uh, it was a it was a challenge to get him the like to write the two sentence first email. And then he got the email. He, not email. It's just a regular letter. And then he got the letter back from the other kid. And then she was like, okay, it was so Donald right Trump's back. letter to Saga. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You've done nothing for me. So, so Felix, <laughs> Felix wrote, I'm not familiar with your work, but I have been a part of. <laughs> Hi, I'm Troy McClure. But you <laughs> recognize me <laughs> from such instructional films as Alice's Adventures Through the Windshield Glass. <laughs> <clears throat> Hi, I'm Troy McClure. Perhaps you know me from previous uh, funerals. Uh, Andre the Giant, today we mourn a stooge. Um, I usually remember those better. Uh, I have those in my head, uh, usually a little bit less jumbly. But in any case, uh, so, yeah, anyway, so uh, he was just, you know, one day he'll, like, listen back to this, and I'll just tell him that on February 6, 2021, you were being such a dick about writing a, like, two-sentence you know, happy Valentine's Day. My favorite color is green. Your friend Felix. This, you know, that's what we need. So to he get. was just like, no, I just don't want to do it. No, I just don't want to. I want to do it later. I don't want to do it now. I want to do this. I'm tired. And, you know, it just, it turned into a, it snowballs, you know, He's because. the great art of procrastination. He's going to do yeah, very well. And, and uh, we fed the procrastination uh, through part of the morning. And then it was like, I was trying to get it out of the way before this. And I'm just like, well, I know what'll help. So anyway. Uh, that is the beginning part of the day. So Heather's contending with that while I'm down here. Quick, quick question. Again, I imagined originally that his pen pal was like someone they set up through prison that he's writing. <laughs> yeah. 
it's no, Paddington when he goes to prison in the second one. Yeah. Oh, I didn't even realize he went in. Was Peter Capaldi in the second one? He's in both of them. Oh, I love that he was in the first one. I saw the first one. I thought it was great yeah. that he was like the neighbor. Um, Who? Peter uh, Capaldi. Capaldi. <laughs> Don't trust you, Bear. Uh, like his very so, <laughs> yeah, so Felix is writing to uh, a nice... Uh, birthday party clown who uh, is, uh, I guess, away for a little while. He's dead now, actually, isn't he? So that's all right. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, so uh, that was the beginning part of the day. But uh, so we structured it, and uh, I look. I admit that I'm a, uh, I'm definitely a bit of a baby when it comes to this stuff because uh, I had a couple of. Well, I had one time that I did edibles, and uh, I think I, I think I talked about it on here. Although maybe I, I didn't do it right away. But uh, I went with my friend, uh, just say, let's just say a friend that I've known for a long time. I don't need to put anybody's name out there. And uh, he thought it was a good idea to do it before Halloween Horror Nights up at Universal. That sounds like a great idea. Yeah, it probably was for him. But uh, I don't um, I do not do this stuff very often. And, and look, <laughs> it was okay. Uh, but like eating a churro was very surreal because it was oh, like... Man taste like the little grains of cinnamon and i was just like <laughs> i'm like oh this is weird but then it was also like i took a bite it was like <sighs> in my head like the just the crunching and i'm like oh can i get it to be quieter maybe if i bite really slow and you know so then you have like the 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 like walking dead are coming after you but you know they can't touch you and so you just you know that you're gonna be fine uh but yeah but then the there was another one though where for uh, for a special occasion, uh, I I got some uh, edibles from a friend who uh, is, you know, well versed in these things, and uh, I I couldn't sleep that night. Just like everything, like my heart was racing, the room was racing, uh, and then I threw up all over the car the next day. So uh, oh. that was the that was the bad story. Um, but um, I don't know. My favorite and probably the funniest was just the uh the pot brownies that a friend of mine made when we all went to we rented a house in martha's vineyard after we graduated from college i think i've told this story before i'm pretty sure and uh just the short of it is is that we had them before we went out to dinner and i'm sitting there at the dinner table uh at the restaurant and uh, i'm just like hey i need to go lay down in the car i can't <laughs> sit here and i went home and i remember i laid down and i'm like okay it's 8 30 you know, i'll get up in a little bit and uh, you know we'll do some drinking and have some fun so i went to bed like 8 30 and i woke up it was 10 but it was 10 in the morning and it was one of those like like that like the the time, no time eight thirty at night yeah, like, like it was like what who <laughs> put the sun there you know uh so that one was a fun one the halloween horror nights was okay but what I really didn't want to recreate was the uh, throw up all over the car. Yeah. Uh, you know, and that was ahead of like a two hour car trip and like five minutes in, I threw up in the car. So <laughs> yeah, it was bad. So, um, I remember I, one uh, time there was some, some brownies on a plate at a party at Jeff's house and they didn't taste like edibles at all. So I ate, I ate like five <laughs> and then I, I got, I was like driving home cause I only had like three beers and I was like, all right, I'm out of here. And I was driving home and like halfway home, I was like, Oh my god, I'm high. Like I was like, why do I feel like this? And then I was like, I was like, wait, wait, why? So then I thought and I was like, oh, the brownies. Oh. And I texted him and he's like, Oh yeah, that some some were normal and some were not in two different plates. Did you eat them from this plate? And I was like, Yeah, I think I did. So then that's the night where I, I sat for like 25 minutes Instagram storying 
my entire recap of the episode of Frasier where Frasier's dad accidentally gets <laughs> That was so funny. <laughs> yeah. I think the mo like the the most ridiculous edibles because I don't eat edibles a ton, but it, this was like back when nothing was really regulated, when it was just medical in California, but it was like the most loose medical, like do whatever you want. Yep. And so uh, I was getting, somebody wanted me to like get some stuff. So I went and got these muffins for each of us. And uh, like originally I was just getting it for them. And then I got one for myself because I was like, all right, this looks interesting. And this was, I think it was literally like a thousand milligrams. So this is like the person at the store was like, do not eat more than a quarter of this like ever. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. So we, I went back and met up with this person and ate the whole thing. <laughs> <laughs> and so then I went home. This is when I was living in Glendale and I rode my bike to the Glendale Galleria and like went uh, sunglass shopping. And I was like, all right, I'm feeling pretty good. But got this, this girl at the sunglass hut was hitting on me, but I was like, mm -mm, not equipped right now. Like gotta go. <laughs> and, uh, I rode my bike home, ordered a pizza was like, I'm feeling good. Like, this is awesome. I don't know what they were talking about. And in between the time I ordered this pizza and it got there, I was just like, boom, down for the count. <laughs> pizza showed up. I'm like, oh, <laughs> just like out. The weekend was gone. Like, it was just like sleepy time for <laughs> two days straight. So, yeah, that was my fun. Well, that's interesting because uh, you said you had a thousand milligrams. That sounds like an impossible amount like a cheap and she's like a hundred right this was again this is when shit was like really unregulated so this they couldn't like, really measure it they had they were a mini like... fridge and they had like a couple of these and the people were like please don't eat more than a quarter like Got at it. all yeah. and that's like people who expect you to eat a good amount or like do a lot right so, I mean, maybe it wasn't a thousand. I don't remember exactly how much it was. I know it was an amount you are never supposed to consume ever. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yep. Well, that was and my the person. The other person had pretty much the same. It, like, they didn't have, an, they didn't go riding their bike, but they said the same thing of like, oh, weekend was gone. Like, I don't, I'm very, it was like, I saw them again on Monday and they were like, uh, what? I'm like, only just coming back to reality. <laughs> That's funny. That's it was a, a bad time. You're not gonna have a good time. <laughs> friend of mine did that with the chibuchu. They just gave it to him. He's like, "Oh, great!" So he ate it because it, it's not that like big, and thought it was just like one thing. And they were like, "That's a hundred milligrams." And he was like, "Uh oh." And he said, <laughs> "He said he was on the moon." Is how he felt. I was oh, like, sweet. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It always sucks when you do too much of something too late at night. You know, like mm. you go, you drink, people are like, hey, isn't it a good idea to do these mushrooms? You're like, probably not now, but like, I feel like. The problem with psilocybin literally keeps you awake. So if you eat it, you're not going to sleep. Like, you're like, all right, let me just like take a nap. They didn't do much besides like a little, like a body high. It wasn't. Yeah. It wasn't you know, that's, that's the, uh, the biggest, uh, well, I don't know. I mean, I guess we can point to the pandemic, but, uh, also, uh, Jeff moving really, uh, really infringed on our, uh, our, our black cast, uh, Joshua tree, uh, shroom right. trip that, 
that uh, yeah. we have, I think we like just started like talking about it. Like we would really do it. Yeah. In that last episode we recorded together at Will's house in like early March. Oh. <clears throat> was, that, was that when I was like really sick, but it was pre COVID. So we didn't think I had COVID. Remember I recorded and I was like, I that was a different time though. Okay. I remember a time that, yeah, you were sick and yeah, it was, it was uh pre COVID, which means that actually you started it. Oh, you, so I probably you had COVID first. You were yeah. patient, you were My name is actually era. John COVID. Yeah. <laughs> Johnny COVID. Johnny COVID. Yeah. So uh, we didn't uh, we didn't ever get to do that. And uh, I never got to. Jeff, had, you have your spot out there in Joshua Tree that uh, that you would have helped. Uh, we would all gone there. Or no, I think we I think we talked about it. And the idea of doing it outside was like, eh, just do it at a house. Right. I think for you guys that's probably a good idea yeah. because it's like when i was doing them out camping i had been doing drugs and camping regularly so like neither of them were a problem for me <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly so well uh maybe one day you know you'll you'll find your way back to the tree as in the joshua tree uh the uh the story the, that i was talking about where i threw up in the car those were also like a muffin it's also kind of the same time period you're talking about um but nobody told me uh only eat a quarter of it i probably ate i, I don't know how much i ate but I could not sleep and it was crazy. And then when I finally tried to calm down the next day, uh, my body was like, Oh, I know how to handle this all over the car. So I, first time I did an edible was a cookie and a friend was like, yeah. only eat a quarter, same kind of deal. And I was like, yep. okay. And they're like an hour. How do you feel? I was like, eh, we're fine. Nicole at the time had eaten another quarter and she was like, I'm just tired. And they were like, well, I guess you can eat the other half. If you're not feeling anything, I was like, cool. So I finished it. And then I woke up in the middle of the night. Cause she was like, hey, I have to pee, but I don't want to walk in the like woods alone. Cause we were camping and I was like, okay. And I remember standing up and it felt like my brain was like a pilot in my Gundam body, but my giant robot body like would not, I was like, no, like good. Trying to make it work. And it was like, like so I tried to pee and I just peed all over my hands. And Trying well, to pee now, into the river, and instead I just I just peed on myself. Well, now I need to uh, mark this episode for explicit content because uh, that's <laughs> that's so hot. That description of Will peeing all over his hands. Uh, <laughs> a lot of our listeners are going to uh, feel pretty strongly. About I don't know that. why it was my hands. I just remember even in that moment being like, "Why am I peeing on my hands? Stop! What?" <laughs> <laughs> my consciousness was like separate from my body. It was not fun. Gotta catch him. Yeah. So they told you they told you to have a quarter, and you ended up having three quarters, right? Three quarters, yeah. 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 And and Nicole had the quarter and was just like, I'm tired. I'm just, just tired. tired. Yeah, but that was the first time I tried any THC ever. Oh, that was the first anything. Yeah, I've been drinking, but yeah, no marijuana. I actually can't remember the first time that I I tried anything. Uh, it was. Uh, it's because you're that much of a druggie. Yeah, man. <laughs> I can't remember the first time I tried yeah. anything. Yeah, I remember the first time I got high. It was the summer after sixth grade, and I was playing Parappa the Rapper. And <laughs> I forgot about Parappa, Parappa the Rapper. <laughs> and I was like, "Am I on a roller coaster? What is happening here?" 
Who? How did you get high? Yeah, wait, yeah. I was gonna my, say, what are the uh... oldest, my my older sister was a bit of a druggie, and she was like a senior in high school, so they were doing drugs, and it was. I don't even think I smoked myself. It was like secondhand. They blew it in my face, and I was like, definitely got high because I was like, what is going on, guys? I feel weird, but I was also again going into seventh grade. So I'm now going much. down the spiral of Parappa the Rapper. I don't know. What is Parappa the Rapper? It was a PlayStation game where you literally had to like hit the button at the right time for your guy to rap along to this like thing. The first level was like a karate onion. Uh, <laughs> and the second level was learning how to drive so the whole storyline if you want to know (laughs) guy this guy parappa wants a girlfriend and he likes this girl who's a flower named sunny and they watch a superhero movie then they go hang out with their friends then he's like i gotta figure out a way to make sunny like me i gotta believe and then he's like goes to learn karate but instead of just doing karate, you're rapping karate. And then he's like, oh, I got to get a car so I can take her on the date. And so instead of just learning how to drive, you rap how to drive, get through that. Then you're like, all right, I need some like gifts for her. So you rap haggle with a frog at a flea market. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, I think, oh yeah, and then, you rap along with a chicken who's a TV chef to cook up the most disgusting seafood cake, literally, of all time. Then you eat said cake on a date with her, and then you get really sick to your stomach, and then you have to re-rap against all five people, but shorter, to pass them in line to the bathroom so you don't shit yourself and embarrass <laughs> yourself too much. And then, this is Why really would you eat that works. seafood cake and on your date? Because you made it, you made it for the date. Why yeah. did you not? No, uh, yeah, that, that's that's the only part of this that makes sense. And by the way, just let me interject that uh, Karate Onion is actually the subtitle for Cobra Kai season four. I just want to make sure that we tie it I all. I can't together. wait. If it's the Karate Onion guy, I will be <laughs> so excited. All right. So wait, you have to rap faster so that you can go take a shit. This is part so, of yeah, this, until this you take a shit, and then yeah, this is literally like it gets faster and harder as you go. Um, oh, I left a bell upstairs. God damn it. Oh. The third the third one is my favorite one in that line. It's the uh, frog guy. I can still remember what you say. It's ribbit, ribbit. Uh, oh, it's ribbit, ribbit. I can't hold it. <laughs> Last toilet let me have me already sold it. <laughs> so you have to get by this frog. He's like, oh. And then they each <laughs> like shit themselves as you get back. <laughs> so Will <laughs> is... Is this game grandfathered in because it's uh, cultural appropriation, but at a time where, it, because it's a different time, do you, can can the game still be enjoyed in 2021? I mean, I feel like it's it's also like little cartoon characters, and it's made by Japanese people, so because there's so many different things, it's like, yeah, it's yeah. probably fine. Okay, so what you're saying is I mean, not, being wanting to sing... Okay, it's cartoon characters. No, but wanting to sing hip-hop, or, or, or sing, I'm sorry, rap, or be a hip-hop artist, like, you don't have it's not appropriation if you want to do that it's just if you start acting and behaving as if a specific oh. culture is not was yours even though it is not yours like eminem he's a white rapper you know he's allowed yeah. iggy azalea even though she's like whatever she's allowed to be so you can do it 
It's just don't try to be black. Huh? What, what was that, Jeff? What about dreadlocks? Uh, no, I, I, I dreadlocks I, on I, white people is a bad idea. Don't do that. Don't do it. I just think it doesn't look good. That's no. really good. cornrows either. Like when in sync, like Justin Timberlake had the corn. Let's don't do it. Don't do that. What about white girls and cornrows uh, on vacation? Absolutely not. Absolutely no. Not. Nope. Never. But they're creating. They're creating jobs in the local economy. Also wears cornrows. So on you. Wait, what? It's very transphobic of you because through the transitive property, Hillary Swank played a transgender in one movie and had cornrows to be a boxer in a different movie. So you saying cornrows is racist makes you transphobic. I'm sure somebody out there could probably make that. It's just that like, and I'd be like, yeah, I guess you're right. <laughs> like I, yeah, yeah, not but what about what about white girls on vacation, like somewhere like Jamaica or the Bahamas, and then they they get the cornrows put in, but they've created, you know, they've stimulated the local economy by you know hiring some like little kids on the beach to do cornrows in their hair. Isn't that good? Or or do you think I, we shouldn't we shouldn't support uh, third world countries? I disagree with that scenario the way you phrased it, because if they're walking the beach and just finding children like, here's some beads, want to put them in my hair, children? Weird. Don't do that. That's not cool. Yeah, that's you're not like what I'm walking the beach and there's kids that are like, hey, you want some braids in your hair with these beads? And you're like, sure. Yeah, cool. that. Yeah. Yeah, I had a I had a. <laughs> There's a, this goes back 20 plus years. Uh, I had a girlfriend who like went away, I don't know, to the Bahamas or something. And so this is like, we were talking on the phone and, and Will, this is before phones had pictures. You know, sometimes you would just talk on the phone and you couldn't see I had see a phone it. without pictures. I know you did. You Nokia. <laughs> I broke one of those in half because I was mad and I was picking someone up from the airport and I smashed it. But the perfect thing was you could do speaker foam with just the bottom half, so it still worked. <laughs> I, would, I, would love, I would love to see you with your broken phone. Just you just have to remember people's phone numbers. You can't. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. That was literally how it Old worked. school. <laughs> I did used to know. Uh, well, I still know my wife's phone number, but I don't think she knows mine. But that's all right. Um, oh, no. See, now I got. So, oh, yeah, yeah. So, I got a P. Six seven five three zero nine. Will's got a pee, but let me just let me talk about the the cornrows thing, and then Jeff and I'll vamp. Uh, 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 oh, sorry, we will we will camp, but uh, same difference. Uh, so, and she called me, and she had gotten back to to New York here from her trip, and she said something, and and she's like, "You hear that?" And it was like the beads in her hair, like they were just like hitting, you know, and and this is a really tall, like like borderline albino looking white girl like her like hair the, like oh, the twins from matrix yes <laughs> a girl it sounds like yeah and yeah it was like, just imagine just imagine edgar winter but prettier at least that was nice to her um just now and uh and i remember she was she just was like listen to that isn't that fun i'm like no i don't i, I was like i don't want to see those <laughs> so when i saw she had taken them out <laughs> It was, uh, it's, it's all right. I was, um, let's see, I would have been 23 at that point. Uh, you know, that's on her for thinking that uh, I was somebody she should have a relationship with. She was 28. She should have known better, you know? You're anyway, right. well, you have to go, you want to go pee or do you have to some... pee get another drink? Are we flexible? We're not live, right? We're not live, but, uh, we're going to, I'm not going to stop recording. I'm going to okay, don't. 
Yeah, I don't. I uh, hope some weird person come up. I was gonna say, I hope some random person off the street would just like come in and sit in Will's place. Yeah, that would actually be fun. But no, it's just we'll look at his map. Um, yeah, I know. So uh, yeah, we'll we'll get to the. Uh, but anyway, the 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 gist of it is sort of what the approach is for this episode, forty eight minutes in. Uh, that I needed a consultation, and you know, Jeff, we. Uh, have been very upfront about uh, your history with the, uh, you know, uh, narcotics are a specific class, so I can't call them all narcotics, but you know what I mean. Just recreational drugs is something that uh, you have a background in. But uh, <clears throat> your girlfriend, Agent Agent Romanoff, she uh, is it's professional. Like, it's her job. So, like, that's why I, I turned to the two of you. I turned to you. Well, I mean, and Will was on the text, but I was basically asking you and Natasha. You know, I just was like, what do you guys think? So, I'm a huge pussy. Uh, that's what we're going to say. I can say that now that Will walked away. <laughs> uh, you know, like, I didn't want to tell the story about uh, throwing up in the car, but uh, it, it happened. And the Halloween Horror Nights uh, was not as fun as it should have been, just because it was me. So I got advice. I never liked going to those, like, you don't like horror haunted house. Mm -mm. No, thank you. They haunted hay rides. That's what we had here because it's yeah. rural ass Massachusetts. Fuck uh, oh, no. Mm -mm. <laughs> yeah, <clears throat> every hayride is haunted out that way. Yeah, I mean, it was one of the uh, one of the earliest uh, dates my wife and I went on uh, was to Knott's Scary Farm, and she hates that stuff. But like a friend of hers was going, and so it was like, oh, we could go as part of a group. But uh, it's like you come around the corner, and these like people dressed like zombies or whatever they have like these metal cans and they shake it so it's like like somebody's like shaking their piggy bank and every time they came by she would like literally scream and yeah, i mean it's fun you know you're somewhere with your girlfriend or whatever but i just i would i just started laughing more and more every time it happened you know i was not um i i i was not uh so that's two examples <laughs> look at that now that's a beer well, that's exciting uh, yeah i got uh i got I got no, I got no beers down here, and uh, that's all right. Put a, put your mini fridge down there, man. You gotta keep your beers. Just got I keep this mug. It's a pint. Could probably me. I keep it in the freezer. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's right. I think Jeff Winstead was drinking whiskey. So we talked about when he was on with us. Yeah. He had to pour himself some whiskey. It looked like he had like a little whiskey. Well, you know, he's a grown-up. You know, he can he can drink whiskey while he uh, talks whiskey about it. The, through the consultation, and that's why it's so funny when you're talking about a thousand milligrams earlier. First, I made the joke that it'd be funny if somebody just like popped into your spot. <laughs> <laughs> man off the street. I just wish you were like at a cafe and some like Frenchman just comes in. He's like, bullshit. Hello. Hello. I've always wanted to do is sort of uh, be on like, like a podcast, so it is nice to see <laughs> that is what you are doing this afternoon because that's I just always I mean I can podcast it could be a good time. Do you think that that French guy would be comfortable doing an impression of Watto? <laughs> it was a French like Watto come into the studio. Ah, the, the podcast guy. Right I don't mean you asked. <laughs> we just did that. What if we culturally appropriated Star Wars, The Phantom Menace, basically made our own rip tracks? Every time one of the characters is inappropriately racist, we just revoice it with like 
a different appropriate another white person (laughs) (laughs) white because we've already whitewashed the galaxy we might as well finish the job with the 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 trade what are those guys called they have trade federation yeah they've got they've got just all german i don't (laughs) see why it's not how dare you we are invested in the success of the future of the universe the Jedi have arrived on our ship. <laughs> that would be so great. <laughs> I saw like a Obi Wan Kenobi. He's like uh, a sort of blue penis kind of guy. He's got the, like a big light sword. <laughs> the light sword. The recommendation that I ended up getting, we we're getting to the actual dosage now, was either uh, yes. uh, two point five milligrams or five. And uh, what I ended up settling with was five. And uh, I sent you guys a, a picture. It's in this like little tin. Uh, and, uh, you know, so look, it's 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 uh, like California approved, which I think is uh, I'm not quite sure what that symbol means. Maybe uh, Natasha could tell us. But uh, uh, anyway, so I had one of these and um, it helped calm me down about the stupid pen pal thing. But um, and see, now we're like 53 minutes in the the point to have raised this question was probably at least a half an hour ago uh, because I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, should I have a second one? And Jeff, I think I probably shouldn't uh, especially now, but um, what do you think? You know, based on, based on my terrible stories that I had, uh, you know, and terrible is in, they're not that interesting. Uh, what uh, do you think that that would probably be a mistake if I doubled the dose from what I started with a little bit more than an hour ago? I mean, it depends on what your end game is, right? So here's the thing. At this point, if you just took another one, depending on your metabolism, there probably wouldn't be a huge effect because one, it's been over an hour since you took the last one. You didn't take a very big dose. So you'll probably metabolize it in the time that this starts to metabolize and you'd actually be getting the effects. So it would probably just extend how long you feel something. Because yeah. especially that dosage, you, this isn't going to be like your day is changed. You know, like you're going to feel pretty good for a little while and then you'll be able to move on. That's why those 2.5s are like, you can plus and minus. But I got to a point yeah. where I was like, I just want to know what it's like. Because I kept going up more and more and more just to sort of assess tolerance and feeling. And at one point I was taking like eight because I was like, what does 25 milligrams feel like? And then like <laughs> the whole thing was gone. Well, I think the 2.5s is really for micro dosing. Like, right. If you literally just kept yourself to popping one of those a day, yeah. you wouldn't even feel high, but you would get some of the effects. Of like, yeah. okay, I feel a little bit more relaxed. I feel a little bit more at ease about what's going on. It definitely helps. I think, like, honestly, coming out of quarantine, like, we should be talking about microdosing for everybody. Like, it will help calm. Like, even I know people microdosing mushrooms, which I'd like to try, but like, it would could it could calm the social anxiety, some of the scariness. Like, everyone's gonna have some form of PTSD coming out of this. That like, that's true. Yeah. If we all came out of this and just embrace microdosing a little bit to get us through some tough times, like. I Isn't it be a lot better for it? It's supposed to be good for PTSD. So we just need a raid. Acid? Did you say rave, acid? Rave. P, uh, I thought uh, MDMA. Like it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's they supposed use... to be good for PTSD. Listen, MDMA so is a good time. Say, I won't we lie. just have a big old rave. We just need to have the world's biggest burning man. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone, That's... do this, Molly. Uh, MDMA, uh, Molly, E. 
Special mm. K. Those are all different things, or are they all special, kind of the same thing? They're all shades of the same thing. MDMA, yeah, that's kind of, chemical, yeah. and then all the rest of those are names for different designer drugs designed around MDMA. Yeah. Wait, what is Special K? Special K is different. That's ketamine. That's what I thought. Oh, okay. Which okay. is a horse tranquilizer, technically. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah, Molly is supposed to be more of like a mellow like MDMA and ecstasy right. is supposed to be like the upper because there's amphetamines. But I've taken Molly before that's maybe like, fucking let's go. You're not like a psychopath. MDMA you just... you almost always makes you go like, hello. Really? I've had some before where I'm just like chilling. It doesn't make me like have tons of energy. I mean, it's not necessarily about how much energy it's supposed to, my understanding, because I didn't do a bunch of it. I've only done it like once. <laughs> forever ago. that probably the most next to marijuana it's just supposed to heighten your sense of feeling and touch and all those yeah. things so for a lot of people when you start to feel your body you're moving right but that well, that's mean the thing have... yeah i realized i think maybe what it was well one time i took it and i went out and it was very mellow but like i did it i've done it in now in quarantine but you just you're not going anywhere and you're with like one other person so you're like this is great but uh it's helpful to be like at a club at somewhere that's like very busy because you're like oh fuck this is fucking i hate like the depiction of drugs in movies because they're usually pretty inaccurate you know what i mean like somebody does some drug and they're like like the world looks like this i'm like that's fucking not what happens unless you're like, on acid you drug not when you take right, drugs. <laughs> right. um and or like dmt or something really extreme i guess but like I've been doing a lot of drug research for a script I'm writing right now, so this is this this episode is perfectly timed. I did DMT once. I want to try it. It was nuts, but it was like uh, the it lasted very 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 short time. Do you and smoke it, was, it? Yeah, it was really interesting because like so I was at basically my old apartment, but but not when it was my apartment. And like in the moment that I was in that reality, it felt like the apartment was Pee Wee's Funhouse. Like everything <laughs> was that bright. Everything felt that kind of like off kilter and like hmm. odd sense of space. Uh, Meatball was next to me and she just felt like a swirl of <laughs> her different colors. Like it wasn't a dog. It's like it the afterlife her. in Beetlejuice. The man's yeah, face really, is the big really beak. Intense, that's what they say it is. Like it's it's the chemical that your brain produces when you yeah. die. The spirit so, right? And so there's all sorts of people who I think Joe Rogan used to talk about it all the time. Yeah, I watched the DMT documentary. Yeah. He was like the host. They would cut to him in the interstitials, but he was so fucking terrible and he still had like a little bit of hair. And he was like clearly reading like a teleprompter. He's like, DMT is the spirit molecule. And <laughs> scientists are aware that they might you know i was just like oh my god shut the fuck up because the rest of the documentary was this very enlightening professional all these yeah. scientists chemists all these kind of things and like Dana carvey as joe rogan <laughs> i don't know how joe rogan hey uh, i'm joe rogan i'm a fucking bro i just do guy stuff yeah let's touch dicks but blah, blah. um <laughs> I hate that guy. I hate him only because people now who are asking about podcasts are like, I want to do like so Joe Rogan does. I'm like, never say the fucking name Joe Rogan to me when you're talking about your podcast because there's only one Joe Rogan and there's only one Christian Blatt and only we are going to be that close to Joe Rogan. Yeah. 
Thank yeah, you. I feel Nobody's like, going to get closer than we do. Thank you. It's also <laughs> become one of those things, especially as podcasts have become one of those things where it was like, I had a moment where I was watching a bunch of them, but they were mostly old ones that I was getting like popped up on my YouTube feed with like mostly scientists. Because right. I always, he, it was good at letting them talk. And I was like, ooh, what does this person have to say? And then it's like a dumb person asks them questions. And you're like, that's a good question. This <laughs> <laughs> is like if a science person asks them a question, I'm like, mm -mm, I don't have a basis for what you're talking about. Like, <laughs> think about this. You're an idiot. <laughs> but uh, yeah, and like it got to the point where you mentioned like oh yeah i was watching this and people be like you're watching what and i was like never mind i don't I watch record for like five hours i'm like i'm not watching this it's just too long uh i mean look a podcast that sometimes meanders into almost the three-hour territory <laughs> so, yeah, I, I i'm not watching that's just too long <laughs> uh, like, personally <laughs> i don't uh, have a problem with that if that's something that someone's interested in they want that much uh, two hours and fifty six minutes. That's the uh, wow. That's the that's the longest. Yeah, that beat the so, Spider Man one, right? Which one was that? Yeah, that was. Um, hmm, I used to know, but once that beat it, it was, it was like two twenty something. Uh, I I used to yeah. always remember what the length was on it. Two twenty six uh, or something. Oh no. Uh, yeah. That might oh, be. you mean episode number? Uh, the epi well, no, no, no. The episode number of that one was. Uh, I I think it was uh, sixty. Um, but the running time was like two and change. Uh, but Wait, the, what was the new longest one? Um, I don't remember. Oh, it was, uh, I think it was, wait, it couldn't have been 300. Maybe it was, uh, maybe it was 350. Um, I'm trying to remember when we got to that runtime, you know, it was, uh, it's definitely hard to remember. This is very weird. I hope the whole thing records. It's so strange. These are only two milligrams, so like they're kind of designed to like every, you know, same same idea, microdosing. So like I take one every hour or whatever. But then I got this Hi-Fi Hops sparkling water. It's CBD, like so it's like one milligram THC, but eighteen milligram CBD. So I'm just vibing. Vibe. So wait a minute, uh, I missed uh, what uh, dosage you uh, settled on, Will? Oh, I got these things. They're called social. So they're designed kind of what we were talking about. So you take one like every once in a while. These are only two milligrams. So I took one of these. I drank my CBD water, take a second one, and then I have a beer. Little, I do. Maybe that's a crossfade that's dangerous, but a beer is not so bad. So I like the body high more than the fucking like, blah. So the high CBD, this is telling Jeff, this is 18 to 1 CBD to THC. So Jeff, you, you texted us. Uh, an amount that was a uh, let's just say it was a it, it was a grown-up amount it was a is that real it, it was something you that really? an adult would do not, mm -hmm. do you want to tell everybody how much you've got right now 210 jesus fucking christ 210 and it was like oh. and for you that's that's probably not like that's, that's not out of the ordinary right that's just like yeah whatever if i'm yeah. gonna take it this is about how what? much i need to, to feel anything you took an edible or you smoked Okay. I took it. I ate all that. That was what I was demonstrating. Is I you ate. just ate the whole thing? Yeah, to get to that amount. I guess if I ate this, it would only be forty. Yeah, I'm a bitch. They don't. They don't really like sell the amount that I need for responsible adults. Wow, that's it the cheaper chew. I'm telling you. I saw one. There was a pack. Yeah. It was like a pack of ten, and they were each fifty yeah, well, milligrams. California versus. NA. Oh, you're right. You're right. I forgot. I this uh, this entire tin. 
of 20 of these mints is, uh, would be 100. Yeah. So uh, Jeff would have had two of these and then a little, a couple extras that uh, he found like mm -hmm. in the couch cushions or something, you know. See, the problem with like those, especially yeah. even if you start, it's like eat a quarter. I'm like, Fuck, I don't have that kind of willpower sober. <laughs> what the fuck do you think is going to happen after I eat the first quarter? Like, I'm going back. <laughs> <laughs> Cut off that little bit of the muffin. The next quarter of the muffin. You're like, fuck that. I'm going to eat this whole muffin. I ain't no bitch. <laughs> like, honestly, that's where I was at at that time in my life. It was like, oh, you just jumped off of that cliff into the ocean. I'm coming next. Like, it was fun. But then you just grow up. The most I ever did in one fell <laughs> swoop was 25 milligrams in that. I went to sleep like almost immediately. And then the next day I was like, what year is it? Like all day. I was so like spacey. Yeah. <laughs> what? What happened? Who's yeah. Ronald Reagan? Yeah. The we... actor? <laughs> I remember <laughs> starting to smoke again after I had been sober for like several years. Uh -huh. And it was during the 2007 World Series. So I was Ooh. watching the Red Sox against the Rockies. And just like the pitch sounds were so crisp. And it wasn't because I had some like nice system, but it was just like, I'm like, oh, yeah. <laughs> pitch. I hear it. I hear what the, it. What about the crack of the bat? That wasn't a hint of that. It was not as good. <laughs> the glove catch. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I hear that. It's great. Is Christian oh. frozen or is he doing something on his phone? I think he's just listening. No, 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 no. I'm just taking it all in. I, Are you, I wasn't you sure what I could add now? to that. No, 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 no. I'm not. I am. I am not high. Uh, but I did. I was doing some research. Uh, mm, well, okay. you know, probably a little high. I sent you guys that link. Uh, so so cast, when I that? first sent you something, uh, when you first sent asked me about doing this. Yeah. Oh, that's right. I, it was like I said something and then I sent a link and then on that link, it tells you like milligrams, how much to do when you yep. might start having a bad time, et cetera, et cetera. Yep. Leafy. See, yeah. Got it. Yeah. And, and, uh, and these, you know, reading about these after, uh, after I bought them, not, not to make an informed purchase, but yeah, don't do that. Just the idea is that people take them for, you know, like insomnia, which there are definitely times where I inexplicably can't sleep. Uh, which I should, you know, I feel like I should be exhausted. Uh, and then, you know, for any pain, which, uh, you know, I, I, I have no gain, but uh, also no pain. So uh, I don't, um, but I think I could see using them for more like, oh, I just can't sleep, but boy, I really wish I could right now. Uh, all right. So I uh, was able to do the research. Uh, the original longest runtime for a black cast was episode 60. That was okay. two hours and 15 minutes. And, that was our first Spider-Man 2. Yeah, that was Spider-Man right, 2. The Amazing Spider-Man 2. The Andrew, Amazing Spider-Man 2. So Andrew Garfield Spider-Man 2. So yeah. then the new record went to the new record went to Black Cast 335, uh, which was about the new uh, Spider-Man 2, Spider-Man Far From Home. Mm. And uh, that is indeed two hours and fifty six minutes. Wow! So you're mo it's they're all Spider Man yeah. episodes. The well, one. I that happened intentionally that this one was going like I was determined for that one to be two hours and sixteen minutes. 
Got it. And in true fashion of this show, there ended up being 40 extra. It was a true Snyderian endeavor. We had how many segments that was. Yeah, it was us. Zia was with us. Oh, yeah. And then there's like separate segments. That's why it went so long. Because there's one where I did with my friend Brad. And then there's one with uh, uh, Rob Lorch. So, yeah, we stretched that okay, Spider-Man yes, talk out to two hours and 56 but... minutes. You, no, you were there. We were? Yeah, we were part of it. He just oh. added other people in. Uh, yeah. The other people came in later. So the first part, the first part was the way. This is why you don't have kids. <laughs> <laughs> that's so mean. What a fucking shitty thing to say. But that's all I, <laughs> I was like, how do you kick your kids out? You got to kick them out. <laughs> so for whatever reason, the fact that he can't use fast internet is because of the children. It's just I would have to be upstairs to use the fast internet. And uh, when it's during the week, Wait, can it's you easy. Hear, like when we did the can Wonder you hear Wonder. everything we say? Yes. Oh, my God. Yeah. You're... <laughs> Don't say anything horrible. <laughs> it wasn't horrible. I was like, what's the first joke that came to mind yeah. if, like, the Wi-Fi gets fucked up? Is this... <laughs> yeah, I don't know why. That's just what popped in my head. I, it's, I blame it on the marijuana. I bought a bunch of music-making stuff. Oh, nice. I don't blame that on the marijuana. Oh, I bought spark plugs for my car. Sorry, Christian. <laughs> this is your show. And your Wi-Fi is working again. You should no, back. it's my show, but uh, it's my it's, yeah. It's uh, what I, I you know. There's there's probably I have two laptops, and both of them are bad in different ways. And uh, the one <laughs> I'm using right now is the one that's typically fine uh, when I do mm. shows, even from down here. But I don't know. May I, it's. It's hard to say what uh, I think that uh, maybe it's just you guys. You just drag me down, man, with your lag time. Can I see the name of this episode, Bad in Different Ways? <laughs> yeah, I think that's fair. Bad shades, in Bad ways. in Different Ways. Hey, well, guys, so uh, WME this... dropped Army Hammer, which is great news for everyone. Fuck that WB? guy. WB? Well, WME. The world's men's eternity. Well, William Morris, his his agent. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, his 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 uh, agency dropped him. Um, well, it's uh, you know, it's a problem though because usually when people you know when they lose work or have something bad happen career wise, they might want to binge eat, and I, I hope he doesn't. <laughs> I hope he. Would you have that fucking ready to go, or is that a joke you already made? <laughs> no, that was just right now. Wow! Come well, on, that's a, that's a great. That's a fucking. Just because my just because my internet's shitty doesn't mean I am. <laughs> Wait, did he really? What's going on? Did you I, don't know any of this? No, I'm just a cannibal. He's not, like he's a real cannibal. No, but he has like cannibal fantasies. He's cannibal fantasies. Like he's so told he's girls Patrick. that he wants to like eat them and shit. So he's Patrick Bateman. Yeah, but he's also been accused of like being abusive in relationships and shit too. And so, like, did he try to eat them? Did he ask them if they wanted to fly above the Andes? His dirty talk was like, I want to eat your fingers. Like, I want to fucking cook you on a barbecue. And they were like, okay. But he didn't actually, he has, so thus far, I don't know if we've, he's consumed anyone, yeah. but that's like how he talks dirty. Yeah. And then they, a lot of girls say he's emotionally abusive as well and physically sometimes. So they're just like, he's just an that somewhere he actually did eat somebody. Yeah. I, I guess I understand the abusive stuff. And I understand that that thing is weird. So I, it just, it's like to have them both out there is like, okay, so are we, is, are we then drawing the conclusion that somewhere out there, similar to the plot of uh, whatever that spider tattoo movie is called? 
he's got dragon some, tattoo. Yeah, sure. So he's got some chick locked up in his basement somewhere that we don't know about in Switzerland, and he's just like eating her piece by piece, or he's just like. Is, is he watching Probably. different episodes of Hannibal and just like yeah. trying to get recipes? Like what? Listen, yeah. Miles Mickelson is listen. He gives he gives Anthony Hopkins a run for his money. I have to say, truthfully, what a great performance! What a great just like actor. Jared Leto gave uh, <laughs> Jack Nicholson a run. For uh, you know the uh, the 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 first Hannibal Lecter in the movie called Manhunter. Oh, Manhunter with Brian. What's Brian his name? Cox. Yeah, <laughs> I love Brian I, Cox. I Brian Cox as Hannibal Lecter. Yeah, Brian Cox. Who? I, yeah. Well, um, I think anyway. Um, should resurrect his career by playing Hannibal Lecter. Who should resurrect it? Oh, Ar- Army Hammer. <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to eat your liver with some fava beans and a nice Chianti. It's like, cool, you're the most unenthusiastic, like, fucking boring leading man ever. Fuck off. I just never liked Army Hammer. Just anyway. wait for the article see- where he's uh, in variety about how he's pursuing his passion project. <laughs> <laughs> did you see uh, Lone Ranger? Because I paid to see that in the theater. Uh, I actually did end up seeing it, even though I... Fu- I mean, I love the Lone Ranger, and I just thought that that was an abomination. And... Uh, yeah. Good score, though. Good score. You know, that's Let's sometimes see. that comes look through. At you. Look at you finding something nice to say. Well, <laughs> yeah, yeah, great score, Hans Zimmer. You know? Being Tonto cultural appropriation. That was actually, I think, goes beyond cultural appropriation. Was like yeah. kind of racist. Yeah. Yeah. He, exactly. Like yeah, cultural appropriation. I think is is different than what that was. It's yeah. It, it I, I I still don't understand that. Like. I guess because it was like 2013 or whatever. That's how they got away with it, you know? Well, because of Pirates, and it was Gore Verbinski directing. and It was a different time. It was. <laughs> it's so crazy. It kind of was. No, 2013 was a different time, you know? Yeah. Well, watch the trailer for, for Lone Ranger, and Disney's just trying to make another Pirates of the Caribbean with Johnny Depp doing another Jack Sparrow, except they made him play like an indigenous person, which is so fucked up. And he's like, I'm like, I'm, I'm 118th Cherokee. And it's like, okay, I don't, we don't really, great. I go, I don't know. It's like Elizabeth Warren of actress, I guess. She's like a little bit, right? When he said that, I thought he meant like that his grandma <laughs> His grandma, what? Fucked a Jeep. Jesus Christ. I'm 18% Grand <laughs> Cherokee. <laughs> That's so wrong. Uh, so, anyway, gentlemen, the. Uh, I'm trying not to like, embarrass myself. <laughs> so then the real question becomes: Should we just always do the podcast this way? Is it? And then, like each week, I'll do five more milligrams until I try to catch up to. Jeff. I mean, I don't know. This is how Joe Rogan does every podcast, so maybe it's fine. Hey, I, would, I thought I, I thought you didn't want to hear Joe shit. Joe Rogan. I mean, he says, he says yeah. pretty dumb shit, but he's also hugely successful. And I mean, like cancelable dumb shit. People like him for what he says. So, you know, he I can't say. Can't like him. He's just like. 
what was that, Jeff? The, uh, the that 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 wasn't my Wi-Fi. That was just uh, sort of a, a glitch, a microphone glitch. That you can't cancel them. He'll just keep making them. Like with a show like his, where he already <laughs> records it himself in his own little studio, yeah, and started it off recording it when no one wanted it. Like he'll just keep recording things with whoever and putting them out there. So you can't really cancel his show. I, I'm not like, saying we should like, I don't want canceling is also such a dumb fucking thing in general to, to a certain degree, except for assholes like army hammer. <clears throat> anyway. Um, I just genuinely don't like army hammer when they're like, Hey, he's actually a psycho. And we're kind of like getting rid of him. I was like, this is great news. This is great. I just thought ever since from however many years ago, when I first saw him, <laughs> great he was news, a douche, great news. Great news. Fucking douchebag. What? Her son. Wait, where was he? What, what was he? Jeff? There's like the this show back in the day called Reaper or something, and the pilot yeah. was directed by Kevin Smith. And yeah. eventually, in the show, Army Hammer is the other son of Lucifer because the show is the kids uh, like the, son, the devil or whatever. Right. And that was like one of my introductions to him was like he's that's before Social Network, the, right? Well, yeah, that, that's before. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, that, uh, show Reaper, by the way, was created by, uh, you know, friends of mine who were really, you know, professional writers who I worked with somewhere that I was friendly with, but, uh, uh Michelle Fazekas and Tara Butters, they went on to be the showrunners of, uh, the, uh, Agent Carter TV show. Oh, that's um, right. Yeah. So, uh, but, uh, Heather and I liked, uh, that show Reaper. I, we liked the first season and then, uh, I don't think we watched the second season. We were shocked that it got renewed and we liked it. But I don't think we actually watched the second season. But and uh, that's why it got canceled after that because yeah, because it was us. Yeah. Yep. Uh, all right. So what have we learned? Uh, Army Hammer canceled. Uh, <laughs> We've learned fired an episode from WME. We Donald Trump uh, uh, retires from SAG-AFTRA. He withdraws from SAG-AFTRA. They've done uh, nothing for him. Jeff can take his dosage like a man. Um, my. Uh, it's it really is this show where I have problems with the Wi-Fi. Not that I've never doing the what? other oh, one. That's really just like... it's just you guys. So wow. so I, I I don't I don't understand it. Because Will's in upstream color. <laughs> oh yeah, Will, are you gonna have to move? I forgot. I was thinking about this the other day because uh, you know your roommate moved out. She are did. you staying there? Or are you gonna ha- are you gonna leave the valley? I'm staying. I'm staying for a little while. We'll see. All right. Life is up in the air. This is a personal conversation not to have on a podcast. Okay, um, but you can you can say it in a. You can just say that uh, you might move somewhere. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, there'll be a point. There'll be a point in a couple minutes where I won't be recording. So then there's that. <laughs> oh wait, wait. There'll be a point where I'm not recording. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, where Me really? Go on, Will. <laughs> yeah. Well, what was that? What do you really think what of everybody you've ever worked with? And Jeff, one day you can uh, you can come back and we can all go to uh, Joshua Tree. Just whenever that is, you know. I mean, Natasha's family's still out here, so you'd have a reason yeah, at some point. Honestly, like once once we're able to travel again, I know she's going to want to go back, and I'm happy to go visit. Obviously, I loved yeah. California before it became so oppressive, and yeah. hopefully, everybody. <laughs> I'm just like it's a bad place to be when you can't take advantage of like the good stuff there, right? Like there's a lot of good in LA, but if you're just stuck indoors in apartment yeah. living all the time, it's like the fucking worst place. 
Yeah. I mean, that's actually why, you know, pandemic wise, the people that I feel the worst for that I know anyway, uh, you know, in my life, the people that you, you hear about and you're just like, oh, that's terrible. The people who live like in Manhattan, you have these tiny little apartments, but the attraction is we have everything you want outside that door. But then there comes a time where it's like, you cannot go outside that door. So <laughs> you're basically in a room about as, as big as the one I'm in right now. Yeah, I'm looking outside right now. I'm like, God, it's a beautiful day. I'm going to go outside, walk the dog. Like, it's yeah. it's so great out here. Yeah. yeah but it's nice um, too. No. So, it, it, yeah. So yeah. Uh, as, as we're talking on Saturday, the uh, 6th of February, Jeff, do you find yourself uh, hoping that Tom Brady wins another Super Bowl uh, for another team? Is or he are you at like, the Super Bowl? Is he going to the Super Bowl? Like, I don't like, know. Fuck that guy. Boo. Fuck I Tom Brady. Again, here's my thing. I think anyone who's a true Boston fan is not likely to be rooting for Tom Brady because the kind of fandom that you have here is that we all relish – the current, like the people who are old enough to at least relish all the success we've had over the last decade or two because of how little we had for so long before that. So it's kind of like, I remember what it was like to have all my teams be losers all the time. Sure. So I was psyched when we were winners all the time. And Tom Brady with his, the way that he left, it was just like a big fuck you. So it's kind of like, yeah, fuck you too, man. And you went to Florida. You're literally a Trump person. And then in the height of the pandemic, moved down to Florida and all the early stories about you are like, yeah, he was at a park with no mask on and had, was told by the police to like go home. He just walked in some family's house with no mask on because he thought he was going to visit Byron Leftwich. <laughs> it's like literally a Trump person went away to go live in Trump land. I mean, it's kind of one of those things where it's like, we didn't really like to focus on the fact that you were a crazy political person or like, and that you made that known. But now that you're gone, it's real easy to like, think about that and be like, yeah, it makes sense. You'd probably be a lot happier being there. So will you actually uh, watch any of the game? Do you not care about the game? Would you, are, do you find yourself rooting for the chiefs? Uh, yeah, I'm going to root for the Chiefs. I like Patrick Mahomes. Like, yeah. I, he was a guy where it was like, unless we were playing him, I always liked him. He's a likable guy, similar to other guys. Like, I didn't like uh, Peyton Manning because we had the rivalry and he just annoyed me. But in general, I knew that he was a likable guy. Patrick Mahomes, there wasn't much of a rivalry because he came in so late in the game comparatively. And it's easy to like the guy. He's really good. He's successful. He's nice. Like, uh, he's got a good personality in the media, what little I pay attention to. So why not want wish well for this kid instead of Trump's BFF who went down to Florida, who already has six. So fuck him. Yeah. No, I mean, you know, it's – Right, like yeah, I mean, yeah, you, know, you don't you don't need any more. That's that's preposterous. Every, everybody gets it. Uh, yeah, and also uh, Pat Mahomes' dad was a pitcher for the Mets, so uh, I like him for that reason. But anyway, 
So uh, yeah, it'll be uh, it'll be fun. Uh, uh, I think to see what happens uh, in the the Super Bowl. Uh, but no, I see that for the Super Bowl, you like all these restaurants are like offering like big party trays and tons of food and stuff. And you're like, wait, are people still going over? And am, did I just not get invited to a Super Bowl party? Because I feel like they're not happening. But uh, maybe just people want to eat like fifty wings. You know, I think that that there's nothing wrong with the people that want that. So. You shouldn't judge them. Some people need Did fifty we, wings themselves. Yeah, yeah. Now look, I <clears throat> I would love to be able to eat fifty wings. And uh, Will, did you know that the Super Bowl was tomorrow, or did this? I keep forgetting. Too? Yeah, but I didn't. I read something where it was like this next quarterback might be like like uh, the new Tom Brady, and it's the one who's playing for the team also with him. And I was like, oh, Tom Brady's going to the Super Bowl again. With a different team, like I'm not watching. I don't really care. Whatever. Like, it's yeah. with Tampa Bay. Yeah, and Got the it. Super Bowl is actually being played in Tampa Bay. It's the first time that uh, that one of the teams in the Super Bowl is playing it in their home stadium. So, wow, that's so fun. How embarrassing would it be to for him to lose after he's this is his tenth Super Bowl? Yeah, and now he's going to lose it at home, That'd be like great. he just. <laughs> like he deserves it from someone who's not a sports fan. His shoulder gets seismed just like yeah. this. What, what did you say, Will? From someone who's not a sports fan? Oh, that's great. That would be great. Great irony to, to him to not. Yeah. 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 No. No. Nobody. You know, who's going to be excited for him to win another? Do Super you Bowl? think Coltrane is still a, is still a uh, Tom Brady fan? Do we talk about this with him? I don't know if we. Ha- I can't remember if we asked him. I don't remember. Here's the thing. Again, will he call in sick to work on Monday if they lose? <laughs> Probably. Yeah, I think the answer is, is yes. <laughs> I just want to make the case. When Ray Bork went to the Avalanche, that was good because he hadn't won anything. So we were like, here you go. Go yeah, ahead. Go. Win the Stanley Cup. Enjoy. Everybody cheered for him. Tom Brady is like, I don't want to sign with you again. Fuck you guys. I'm going to Florida where I don't have to wear a mask and where people aren't going to ask me about my cool masseuse friend, Andrew Gutierrez. (laughs) Who is Andrew Gutierrez? That's the guy he does TV 12 with. So it was like back when he was with the team, there was all sorts of stories where it's like the dude was hurting people and Brady was basically like forcing people to go to his TB12 thing. And people are like, this is not good medicine. Like, why are we doing this? Wow. But, but that's, you know, you're that, there. that's the kind of stuff that you look the other way when he's your team, you guy on your team and he's uh, winning Super Bowls. Well, um, I don't know. I'm excited. There's going to be some Wayne's world commercials uh, during the Super Bowl. So um, they've teased that already. Uh, I think that's, uh, I don't know. I, uh, I, I, because Monday is my birthday, I get to kind of carve out a little bit of time this weekend. I got to do this with you guys. I might actually get to watch the Super Bowl this year. Oh, wow. um, we'll see. Uh, at least some of it. We have Who's two TVs team? now. What's that? Who's the other team? The Kansas City Chiefs and the Tampa Bay Bucks. Got it. Question. I would actually like to know this from someone who is an old school 49ers fan. Did they cheer for Joe Montana on the Chiefs? I I feel like they probably did, right? Because it, they like loved him more than anything else, you know? Get us your answers. Any of your uh, you <laughs> Anybody old school... from the Bay Area? 
Anybody who's uh, got Bay Area in their blood. Something to 80 something. See if I, we'll see what kind of answer we can get for Jeff. Um, all right. Um, this uh, wasn't any kind of uh, train wreck uh, from the medicinal side. Just the not a train the, wreck, the but uh, digital side. Not a whole lot of great. I don't even know what we talked about. Like people are going to be like, what the fuck? And we, we managed to do it for almost two hours. Wow. It was an hour, an hour and a half. That's not almost two hours. Let's be honest. Uh, we talked We're rounding about, up. About, we talked about Donald Trump and uh, and, and SAG AFTRA. That's right. We talked about <laughs> Army right. Hammer. I mean, come on. Uh, riveting content. Riveting. Yeah. Oh, I have yet to see an episode of WandaVision, so maybe I'll try to catch up on that. Over the it's next very week. good. Oh. Are you going to watch relevant. King Kong versus Godzilla? I saw oh, the trailer. It was a lot more silly than I was hope, hoping for. So what Why? did you because expect for Godzilla versus King Kong? He makes a hammer out of it. Goes, <laughs> yeah, what is that? Wop, 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 wop. I want them to fight each other once and then pair up and fight Mecha Godzilla. That's the whole or Mecha okay, so uh, Ghidorah. What you want is that you want it to basically be Batman versus Superman, but Godzilla Correct. versus King Kong. So there's yes. eight minutes where they fight, and Godzilla's practically dead, and he's got him on the ropes, and then he looks up and says, "Take care of Mothra." <laughs> did you say Mothra? <laughs> what did you say? <laughs> How do you know? Oh, Mothra? Also, knowing that that just popped into your head right now is really, really, really great. Take wow. Don't again. Kill Mothra. Mothra. <laughs> <laughs> both their mom's names are Mothra. <laughs> oh, anyway. My favorite joke in a very, very long time. Huh? I think uh, I think you'll enjoy uh, Wandavision. Will uh, remember you didn't you were all this done was with my writing. I was yeah exactly. But like reviews have been strong, and it seems like people are into it. So I'm like okay, I guess I'll give it a go. I was going to say you were all done with Marvel movies, but that didn't mean you were you were done with. That's uh, true. Falcon and Winter Soldier. I'm very excited about. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I think I think you'll enjoy this. Uh, okay. So you should check it out. And let us know what you think. And if uh, anybody in the audience is interested in uh, our, our weekly wrap-up show that we do about WandaVision, uh, Marvel Movie News is Fridays at 2 Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern. And you can join me and a host of other uh, hosts, as it were, as we talk about that. Uh, five episodes in, only a few more to go. Uh, Jeff, do you do you have Disney Plus? Have you watched yeah. uh, any WandaVision or have you not watched it yet? I have watched them all. Let's ruin everything for Will. But uh, are you enjoying it? Just more of a up or down? Yeah, I think it's interesting. I mean, it's no. tough for me, a show, like a weekly show at a half hour on a streaming service like this. Like, it made sense for the pacing of cable TV where, you know, you have your blocks and you're going through it, right? Like, oh, we expect you to watch for like these two hours. So we'll have a couple of shows that you might like. And so like the half hour show wasn't so bad. But for me, it's like watching a streaming show that short. I'm always like, I waited a whole week for that. And now it's over so quickly. Like I need some more. Like I wish they were just like the Mandalorian to me when they're at the like 40 minute of mark. Is like where I would rather the length. Yeah, of something. No, my question: Are these like are, do the timing? The times make sense, or is it like the Mandalorian, where there's like a forty-minute episode and like no, a twenty-seven? It's, exactly, it's like Mandalorian. They're about forty minutes, thirty, forty minutes. Okay. Uh, but 
it, no, so they, it's not consistent at all. It is, it's like the Mandalorian in that way. Mandalorian had like a 27 minute episode, and I was furious that one. <laughs> that was in season one. Yeah. Which one was that? Uh, I don't know. I just remember that I, you know, you see when you're about to start it, you see how how long the running time is, and you're like, 27 minutes. Come what on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's, it's a, it's an, obviously it's not a co real complaint to be like, I wish there was more of this show. There's just not enough of it. What the yeah. fuck? Yeah. I'm just like, it's hard for me. I would rather just be able to watch this whole story at once because it's yeah. like, it doesn't seem like this. And, and maybe I'm just thinking it too insularly, but like, this doesn't seem like it fits the pandemic model, right? This makes sense when you can chit chat with your friends every week at work about, oh, we did this, we did that. Uh, you're or, sorry, like with shows and stuff, you like you can have more communal talks about them. I, I don't know if people are doing that online. Maybe that's the case. Uh, versus just being able to binge it and then all right, now I know what happened. Yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, it is fun it because like uh, they make any money doing it different. Like, does it get them? Is the idea of like, oh, if we keep releasing it this way, people will just talk about it enough every week, so that other people be more convinced to buy it? Well, I just, in the in the one scenario, you only need to be subscribed for a weekend. In the other scenario, you need to be subscribed for nine weeks so that's probably part of it is the business side of it but it is fun because you know doing the show that where we talk about it and you have a lot of people in the chat uh there's always so many theories about what's going on and what this could mean and what that could mean and what are we going to see next week we, you know uh, it's fun to be able to do that aspect of it whereas when it's a binge show it's like no no i haven't seen episode seven yet stop you know so uh but it's yeah and i don't sense. know i think I, that I, have a model for it i'm saying from my just my experience it's like oh, yeah. I, I, doing a weekly no. show doesn't do anything for me yeah i think that uh it, for people who are who are like somewhere in the near future going to binge the first two seasons of mandalorian and consume it that way i'm like oh that's I, that, i'm so jealous of that you know um but what i'm really jealous of is the fun time that we had today celebrating blackcast 420 um, none of us uh, showed up in tie dye or uh, white guy dreadlocks because we already established that uh, it's not okay. It is not right. okay. That's right. <laughs> um, but if uh, people want to keep in touch, they can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Christian DMZ. And Will, where do people find you? At Will Sterling underscore. It's up there on your screens. And Jeff, you like to be found sometimes, don't you? Yeah. He just did a shrug. Yeah. At Jeff Duray, if you want him, or at Duray underscore Jeff. Um, and uh, I uh, I remember now that uh, – oh, Will's going in. Did you see that? Because it's he's like, over. oh, finally, the show's over. Now I can really start to have fun. <laughs> Fucking <laughs> go. Um, anyway, uh, I thought that uh, I would uh, give, a, an, a, give a little ditty on the way out. Uh, that uh, there'll be a part where you guys can join in. Uh, and uh, uh, of course, uh, at Christian DMZ, like the Blackcast on Facebook, at Blackcast, B L A D T C A S T. Uh, join us for our next episode, which uh, the video is up now for 421, but the uh, audio version will be up after this. And that is my uh, 50 minute interview with musician Don McLean of American Pie fame, which was a lot of fun. So check that out. And we'll be back sometime soon but i wrote some alternate lyrics and i was very proud of myself i was gonna do the cast 
till I got high. I was going to write some topics too, but then I got high. This show is all messed up, and I know why. Why, man? Because I got high. Because I got high. That's all I did. I just I wrote like two lines, and then I could put I could put Afro Man under us, and he can he can really bring it on home, you know. Quick question: Did you ask Don McLean if he knows uh, Jason Biggs? No, but there is a there there those movies do come up. Uh, and uh, it's a very interesting tidbit that uh, he in 1986 he got the copyright on the phrase American Pie. Uh, so I asked him about that and uh, in terms of the movies, and he has a really interesting answer, which uh, made me very happy to hear what it was. So I'm teasing it forward. Thanks, Jeff, helping me promote 421 for people who haven't watched it yet on the Blackcast YouTube channel, which you can also subscribe to. Uh, that's all the time we have for now. Because we got high. Because we got high. Uh, we will see you next time on the Black Cast. I messed up my entire life because I got high. I lost my kids and wife because I got high. Now I'm sleeping on the sidewalk and I know why. Why, man? Yeah, because I got high. Because I got high. Because I got high. La, la, la. Stop singing this song because I'm high. I'm singing this whole thing wrong because I'm high. Bring it back, bring it back. And if I don't sell one copy, I don't know why. Why, man? Yeah, cause I'm high. Cause I'm high. Cause I'm high. No, 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 no. I'm not. I am I am not high. Uh but I did. I was doing some research. Uh, mm, well, okay. you know, probably a little. This is why you don't have kids. I don't want to watch what's on the TV. iTunes that put on the BC. Podcasts on, no talking to me. Listening to Blackcast. Keep up on comics and movies. Two phone ring, I answer hoodies. I can't talk, call back if you please. Listening to Blackcast. You don't know what you are missing. Damn fine show hosted by Christian. He's just dope, no ass, I'm kissing. Listening to Blackcast. Click subscribe on this podcast. You won't be the first, but don't you be last. Listen while you pumping your gas. Listening to Blackcast. On this episode, it's Jean Grey. Talking about the things that she say. So distracted, didn't feed Bay. Listening to Blackcast. Met this girl, she smiled in my face. Blackcast in Chile to my place. Had one beer, she brought a whole case. Listening to Blackcast. Cops knock on the door and listen. Blackcast on, they think I'm Christian. Cops ran off, now I ain't tripping. Listening to Blackcast. My point is, listen to this show. Don't need me to tell you it's dope. Rock so hard like Johnny Lithgo. Listening to Blackcast. Oh yeah, that's the Blackcast. It's on the Ghost Twin TV or whatever. Oh, it's not. Oh, it's on AfterBuzz TV. That's right. That's that guy, Christian. You rock. All right, several Texans had to go take care of some business. But I'm here to say, have a nice day. And listen to the damn show.